I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. Yeah, chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. Hey, what's I don't going on, do everyone? I'm, I'm Rodney Harris. And this is a different angle. Brother man, what's up? Tired, man. Tired. Shoot. Truth is, I'm tired. <laughs> but seriously, it's been a long day, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm very frightened on what this episode might be. Uh, no, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> well, uh, okay. you got to restrain yourself because, you know, we have to keep our mental health in check because it is the topic of today. This is true. This is, this is true. Um, we, you know, we always get a jokey joke here and there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we would be remiss to not mention the fact that we are currently within uh, Mental Awareness Month. So that's the topic for today. Kind of just how important it is to us. Um, I guess we can... It's, it's kind of like a revisit, right? We talked, we spoke about it. Well, I guess we speak about it every episode, <laughs> but you know, we kind of spoke about what it meant to us, you know, during our introduction. So it's a good time to kind of revisit after all of these episodes that we've had already and just kind of speak about, you know, the differences maybe in our mental health from the first episode to now with all the guests that we've had so far and all the different conversations that we've had. So I guess we'll start with this. Uh, so as most of you might know, we didn't do an episode last week. Life just kind of happened. So Rod, uh, why was it so important to play the episodes uh, with our guests, with our uh, guests, Tiffany and Gabby, the uh, teacher conversation. To me, it was very important because we were going through a really, really tough situation going on in the NBA. Um, and I know you're probably asking, how does the teachers equate to the NBA? Well, I'm going to tie it all together. So J.J. Redick, um, former NBA player, retired now has a great podcast. I believe it's called The Man in the Tree. Um, phenomenal podcast. You guys should go give it a listen. Um, he is now also a guest on First Take, say every other day here in the NBA analyst, analyst with Stephen A. Smith and Molly Karam. Now, he was talking about the NBA player John Moran, who was recently um, caught on an Instagram Live video with a handgun. This is his second offense of gunplay involving him cell phone video instagram or live whatever which one you want to call it and a handgun being involved jj's argument to that was why are we ridiculing a young man who has not broken any laws listening to his favorite rapper or rap music playing with a gun what is the big difference between him playing it with a gun or him being in a gun range shooting a gun. It doesn't matter. He's not breaking any laws. Why is this such a big deal? It, is it because we have a gun problem in this country? How about you guys start worrying about John Moran and start worrying about the school shootings? How about you guys start worrying about gun laws? How about you guys start worrying about that and start putting your focus onto a 20-something-year-old who is, he, I believe he's 23. He's still very young. And that was essentially what JJ was saying. And I wanted to play that episode because I thought it was very, very important and relevant to what our teachers were saying on our teaching episode about gun laws and gun play and also guns being used in school shootings and things of that nature of safety, yeah. how it was important from them. So what better way, instead of it coming from JJ Reddick, what better way for have it come from teachers itself saying the same thing that JJ was saying? It's time for you guys to start focusing on the nonsense that's happening around you with celebrities and start focusing on the real life situations that's going on. All right. It's cool. Granted, John Moran is the face of Nike. You had a new shoe that just dropped. 
he is a young player in the NBA who they're starting to transition into a super duper star and hopefully being one of the faces of the NBA real soon. The kids love him because he's John Moran. He's young. He's a great ball player. Is that the image that this private company wants to have is this young man playing with guns right. on social media? And and to that point, so for me, I guess my personal take is just simply that, look, you're a young black man that's making a lot of money playing a game as you love to play. I know the, uh, the franchise spoke to him. Hey, listen, you know, we really don't want you doing that. Uh, and then he does it for a second time. Luckily, his friend was kind of smart enough to put the phone down and be like, yo, what are you doing? You know? Uh, I think I think there's a pro- there's obviously a problem with with guns, you know, in this country. Um, but I think the image of having a young black kid with money playing basketball, waving a gun is not necessarily the best look, you know? So, yeah, you know, it, 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 there's, I think there's different ways to look at this. Like, yes, he was not doing anything foul with it. Um, it's not like he was shoving it in somebody's face. He wasn't threatening anybody. Um, but there is an image to be upheld. Um, and there's a way that I believe that the NBA believes that you should carry yourself. Um, you know, and once again, this is just a different, you know, point of view, you know, um, different angle. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think, like I said, I think there's an image to that where, you know, you just said he is, you know, beloved by so many of the younger generation. Because of that fact alone, I think there's a certain type of responsibility. Uh, like I said, especially in the NBA where, you know, where for so long we, you know, especially as black men, were told that the only thing we would be able to do is rap, play basketball, or go to jail, or worse. You know, there was a time frame where it seemed like that was all we were supposed to be capable of doing. Uh, so... So it all depends, you know, like, I, once again, I just think that there are truly different angles to to look at this entire situation. You, you know, how it pertains to mental health, right? I truly think that this young man has something wrong with him. I'm, I'm at the point because look at his lifestyle growing up. He never really was into any gangs or guns and gang, gangs and gangs, all type of gang, 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 gang life. He didn't grow up in these streets. He wasn't out here. He was a parent. He was a product of two parent working parents, beautiful neighborhood. He went to a private school. He was kind of a square. Seems like he adopted the rap life when he went to, when he went to college and, and got involved with some different people that showed him, Hey man, take off those nerdy glasses and put some, put some jeans on and put some contacts in and start changing your way, way, the way you look up, change the swag up, change how you are. And granted, that might've worked for him and it might've changed his perspective about his life in a very positive way. But when you get paid and you start to make a lot of money, you start to feel yourself a little bit and you put your people around you. I keep telling people, I forgot who said it. There was a rapper that said this. I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Waka Flocka who said it. But once you start, once you start getting paid more, your tax bracket changes. Absolutely. And once your tax bracket changes, the people that's not in your tax bracket don't belong around you. And it's not that you don't love them. It's not that you don't want to hang around with them. It's just they have nothing for you, nothing positive for you, except though it comes with that. It comes with a lot of negativity, 
and yeah. a lot of a lot of problems that you don't want to deal with. Now his mental health is in question because the first time he had this situation happen, and the NBA told him to chill out, they sent him away. He did a week in some place. He said he needed to handle his stress. So he was smoking. That was when he got caught in the strip club in Denver with the mm-hmm. gun, a bottle of Patron, and you no know, drinking and whatever. Girl waving, he was waving a gun with the stripper in the video. And the girls said that one of the girls, I read a report saying the girl said that he walks in there or he walked into the strip club like he was king, the king of all kings. And like he was acting like his stuff don't stink. And um, he was acting a certain kind of way. And it was really crazy. You know, when you're making 150 million, it changes who you are. And some it changes for the better, and some it changes for the worse. Right. The biggest thing that I want people to understand is that 150 million may add some stress into your life. Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of people around him asking for handouts. Right. Maybe there's a lot of people around here with a business idea. You know, and he's trying to figure all this out and and it's too much going on. And maybe his way of unwinding is going to the gun range, shooting his gun. Maybe his way of unwinding is going to the strip club, drinking on his patrol. Strip club and a gun, but that is that your outlet? Yeah, and, and outlets, but, outlets, man. Like right, and you know what? What do you say all the time? Right, yesterday's price is not today's not price. Today's price, and there's definitely a difference, you know, in in mental. And you know, people say, I always felt that if you did gain money or if you did, you know get that raise or come into a lump sum by accident, whatever the case may be, or maybe not by accident, but by chance, right? You know, if you don't, they say, oh, you know, money's changed you, blah, blah, blah. If you don't change, then you're not growing and you have to change, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean, mean change fundamentally, but once you start living a different lifestyle, you have to roll with that lifestyle. It's it's kind of like rolling with the punches, right? You know, you get an opportunity and let's say, you know, you get a new car, but because you got a new car, you have, you know, you have different things to pay for. You know, sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. It all depends. Once you have a car, though, from not having a car, is understand that your money is going towards said car. So things have to change. Your mindset has to change. Um, I hope I hope all the best for him. Um, I don't want, like I said, because there wasn't a true threat happening, I hope it doesn't really hinder his future. And honestly, I, I hope at some point, you know, there's some type of learning experience from this that you're a public figure now, man. You really are. And being in that limelight, you know, people will look at you differently. You know, uh, before the league, before you played basketball, you know, people didn't know you. And that's not and that's not a shot. You know, it's just the truth. Right. When when you're not a public figure, obviously, people don't really know you. Right? Like, you know, at, at least massive amounts of people. So. You know, you you have a chance to be, you know, the next, you know, Michael Jordan, as in what Rodney said, being the face of the NBA and things like that. So, you know, I, I would just say, you know, just, just be careful with your movements, man. You know, be careful with the people around you. You know, not everybody's your friend. You know, some of us had to learn that the hard way, you know. So, uh, Rod, so why is mental, throughout all the episodes that we've had so far, how do you feel like your mental health has benefited from this show? I look forward to the show every week because it lets me unwind. Um, I think about a lot of different things that I see happening going on in the world, and this is my outlet. This is my way I open it up. And um, instead of bottling in and watching the news all the time, you know, sometimes it's good to shut the tube off, guys. And I'd say that a lot on this show. It's like turn the TV off for a little while. 
um, write in a journal, make note of things, write things down on post-its. And then, uh, and then if you find somebody that you can talk to or somebody of safe space, then unleash it, let it go, get it off your chest. So it can leave your, leave your temple and leave your mom and you leave your mental because if you keep the temple, if you keep the mental clear, the temple stay clear. And if both of them are working together in conjunction, you're, you'll be fine. Um, so when you get that going for yourself, you become so much more free. This is my way of, it's in my temple. Now it's clearing my mental. Every Friday I get to do this and my mental gets cleared. So I don't have now. Yeah. John Moran was on my mind. I was thinking about this young brother, you know, I was thinking about what JJ said about gun laws and gun violence and how gun violence needs to change and how things need to be different. I was thinking about those teachers, you know, when, when, when we go through these steps and different things and I'm saying, you know what, what this all comes down to is just really changing your mental state in this country, changing how we look at things, changing how we think about things how things can form collateral damage in the long run. Stop worrying about, oh, we have to worry about the right now. But guess what? Us stop us worrying about the right now, it's now affected the future. Because if you're not you're not worried about the right now, as much as you say you want to be worried about the right now, because you would have done something about it right now. You're still debating what to do with it right now. Just be honest with you. It's I'd rather you tell me you don't know what to do. You know, so when I have all these thoughts, man. They just run through, run through, run through, run through. And I'm so excited. Like next week, gonna have a, a, a full blown coach on here talking about mental, talking about kids and what kids, the kids he's experiencing and what they're dealing with, what they're seeing, what they're, what they come to him and say out of confidence. And like, of course, obviously, we're not gonna use the name. We're gonna protect ourselves. But, you know, some of the topics that are being brought in front of him. Some of the things he witnessed, like what the what in the hay is going on here, you know, and how that affects his mental having to go home every day. So when you get you get those perspectives, and what this show has done for me, it has definitely allowed me to put my put my hand down and say, "Hey, man, let it go, let it all go." Every Friday, five p.m., let it go. That's what it feels like to me. I, that's what it means to me. Likewise, what, what what has it done to you? What has it done for you? Uh, for me, it's you know it's a very similar thought process, right? Um, this is de- uh, definitely my own therapy. Also, you know, it, you know everything you said was kind of spot on. I don't I don't really think there's anything I can add on to that. Uh, just I guess for me, just hearing that you know people actually are very into what we say uh they relate with what we say um the the questions the conversation from all the different episodes that we've had so far i really think that's that's where my joy comes from when it comes to this this show the conversations being had that that need to be had um or at least had more often i think that's partly what makes this show so good is that we do have different people from different walks of life. They do bring their own unique experiences. And it it really just is incredible to hear the different stories and to get the different mindsets from, from all of these different people who, who truly do, you know, represent different walks of life and it's I guess for me you know it really is just the honor that they're willing to even come on the show and really just let their heart out you know shout out to uh the show wise woman right before us side note uh we we will have Miss Francis on our show eventually uh we're gonna set that up too so it's gonna be a very fun show when she comes on there's a lot of different things that i think she wants to speak about wise woman comes on right before this program four o'clock on prn so please make sure to check it out and please also check out a bowl of soul which is the program after us 
plays plays a bunch of different amazing soul music. So please make sure to check that out at six o'clock. But once again, you know, this show, this show has really done wonders for my mental and and I, I really am very proud to be a part of this. And like I said, you know, uh, I'm excited for the future and and the next, you know, set of guests that we're going to have on and the different topics that we'll speak about. Because once again, that's what the show is all about, right? It's all about having those conversations and bringing up the topics that we don't really hear so much from different shows and different people. And, you know, I can't really be any more proud. Gotcha. Uh, you know, Man, it's been a it's been a while. How long have we been doing the show now? Give it to nineteen episodes. Man, nineteen episodes. Who would have thought, right? I believe nineteen twenty something like that. <laughs> Just getting started, you know. Yeah, man. The beauty about this, and I hope it's done wonders for others. Like that's the whole point. It was a safe space to give other people an outlet to speak. Yeah, and I can't wait till we do our mailbag episode. You know, it's. it's to getting people to decide to that mailbag and just unleash and we're gonna read your stuff on the air. We're gonna let people yeah. know um the best way that we would recommend some of the things that we have done help us hopefully can help you. Like we're not doctors, we're not therapists. Right. But we've been through some stuff. We've talked to therapists. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. You know, so we've been around the block a little bit at our young age and we can we can tell you some things to help you out. You know, point you in the right direction. We know plenty of therapists. We know we're going to have someone on the show coming up soon, and um, that'll be a perfect time to get a question in to get something in. We know yeah, some authors. Sure. We know some people that dealt with child abuse. You know, we we know some people that dealt with a lot of different things. So, look, the best thing to do is continue to push forward, continue to to act, continue to um, keep producing content, keep putting it out there that this is a safe space for people to come talk. And if they want to use it, they take advantage of it and do it. If they don't, it's up to them. You know, I, I, we can only present it. We can't force anyone to do it. Right. And I wish that people will take advantage of it because if you let things go at, in a safe space and you just leave it there and you go on with your life, I'm telling you, you do that for three weeks, you're going to feel great. Yeah. It will change your whole perspective. It's going to change everything about you in a positive way. It's not going to hurt you. Letting things go don't doesn't hurt. And that, that mean happy things, angry things, sad things, particularly sad things. You know, and you're going through a lot of sadness. It's good to open up. It's good to crack that box open a little bit. Um, and I'm not saying project your sadness onto everybody, but this this is the type of situation where it will prevent you from projecting on people. Right. Use use the things that you love to your advantage. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it could really be a love of anything. And you know, we've mentioned things like this on the show before, but you know, being a video game lover, being a wrestling fan, being uh comic book fans, you know, we know Rodney is a big movie buff, uh, with quotes and things like that. You know, he likes to read, listen to music. Uh you know, if you go to the range, if you box, if you work out, if you, you know, race go-karts, if you, you know, like, I'm just trying to think of different things. There's a million different things. If you knit, if you crochet, you know, like, there's so many different avenues and you never really even know which ones you like until you try it. You understand that we try to give you a perspective of you wanting something. We try to give you a perspective and splitting the two of what you need and what you want. We want the world to change, but what we need is to make it start with us first. And our job here is to make, let you put, bring a light to that. Understand the importance that it starts with us. It doesn't start with the, like I always tell you, it doesn't start with the government. It doesn't start with your boss. It doesn't start with your mama. It starts with you. So we, we try to unfold, make change in you. We don't try to make change on the world. We'll change the world later. What we need to do is change the people in the world 
to hopefully make changes in the world. If you want to make a world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. That's right. Michael, Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. The mirror. It, it, it's the truth. Michael said it best. What Mike said, going to make a change first time in my life. So it sounded like to me that Michael had an epiphany. Yeah. He said it's going to feel real good and going to make a difference, going to make it right. You know, that that's a man that was in his own mind. And I love the fact that you brought this up because Michael's lyrics are so, oh, they're so cryptic and he's talking about, they really aren't. Yeah. They're very straightforward if you really pay attention. Pay attention. Just listen to what he's singing. I always tell people, listen to the song, Have You Seen My Childhood? Let's just read the lyrics to have you see my childhood. If if you don't know anything about Michael Jackson, that explains him to the T. Read those. Yeah, lyrics. for sure. Definitely. Now, if you listen to the you read the man in the mirror lyrics, are uh, the fire, first of all. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really care about us lyrics. Fire. Heat. He was bringing heat yep. in those songs. And people don't understand. They don't get it. And they look at these lyrics like it's nothing. Oh, man, it was such a good song. It was a good song. You're absolutely right. But what about the song, Wait Again? Right. It was the beat. Was it Michael's singing? Or was it the lyrics, though? The, the power behind the message. Right. Changing the world. Michael's one of those people that wanted to change the world. He wanted to. He tried many different ways. In, in his own weird way, he thought that he could change the world. Yeah. Now, say what you want. Feel how you feel about Michael Jackson. I don't give a damn how you feel about Michael Jackson. I'm going to sit here and say Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson to me is the greatest, is the greatest performer of all time. The greatest yeah, I mean. entertainer of all time. I know people love the King Elvis. Now, I call him the King of Pop, and he's still the king. He's the only king I know. Is he, though? But is it all Michael? No, oh, oh, oh. I was talking about like, Elvis. Oh, I no. Was like, like, but is he People like Elvis and call him the king. I said, now nah, the only king I know is Michael Jackson. Oh, yes, sir. There's, you know, there was. Oh, there's... I love me some Prince. Prince has fire, too. that fire. True. But Prince was out here with Ashley's chaps. I'm good. Um, hey. He just wants you all the extra time. He just wants your kiss. <laughs> But the thing about Michael, I've always said it, like, it's so funny about some of his dance moves because it's not so much that the dance moves were crazy. It was the simple fact that he put the conviction behind it. You know, the conviction is what made him, you know, well, like that, that, that his movements is what made these people, you know, draw to him. At all. Um, yeah, man, Michael had, had a tough childhood. He really did. And, you know, for 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 our generation who grew up when VH1 was was playing uh, a Jackson story or, or, or uh, every Jackson weekend. 5, an American story, you know, damn near every weekend between that, The Temptations and uh, <laughs> Five Heartbeats. Five Heartbeats. Five, oh, five Heartbeats. One more time. Seriously, one more time. I gotta see that Michael Jackson American Dream story one more bro, time, bro. Temptation ain't no come. What do you say? Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Otis like, it's the most famous line of that whole oh, movie. man. I, I would say the Jackson Five one. There's so many of them. The lines in that movie was so good. It was. Uh, my favorite was when she he got caught cheating, and then she goes, "I don't want you, don't." <laughs> and the cheat. I was my, oh, it's my favorite part. You're a liar, oh, he, a cheater, oh, deceiver. He, he trying to wake up grown ass men to go get a switch so he can beat them with it. Right? What's wrong with you? Joe got a bed. And I would be you know, talking about legends too, man. I would be remiss to not say RIP to. One of the greatest legends of all time queen in the music, the queen nah. of rock and, of rock and roll, roll. Tina Turner. Tina Turner, man. man remember, remember her and Mad Max, man. 
beyond Thunderdome. Let me tell you something. Tina Turner, you talk about mental health. Yeah. Tina Turner went through not only physical abuse, sexual abuse, um, mental, emotional abuse, battling through all of that, battling through all of that, and still coming out on top. Still coming out, understanding that my life and my mental health is important. I and mean, I'm this also, is, I'm sorry, because I was going to say, also, this is after she put hands on Ike, after all those years of abuse and frustration, him. after she lashed out. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's right, you know, but she lashed out and when she didn't have enough, you know what I mean? And when she did have enough, excuse me. You talk about, um, um, what's love got to do with it? If you watch what's love got to do with it, I, I used to have a hard time watching that movie. I used to have a really, really hard time watching that movie. Hard time. Shout out to Angela Bassett because she crushed it. She crushed it as my as, as Michael Jackson's mother. And how she crushed both roles like that? That's insane. Well, hold on a second. Hey, we talk about the Queen of Wakanda here, sir. Like, Damn, of course, you, of course, she's gonna crush it. How you play Michael Jackson's mama? You play Tina Turner. You were just you, you. You was the queen of Wakanda. You the crushed queen of Wakanda. It. You, you crushed it, ma'am. Now you want nine one one doing your thing. Look, let's see the hell that. Back to Tina Turner. The what's love got Um, but you. I had you have a hard time watching that movie for my mental health, man. Like, now granted, I didn't grow up in that kind of environment where my my father was putting his hands on my mother, but. It was hard for me to watch a movie with a woman getting beat like that, and then also getting sexually assaulted like that, and 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 watching this drug addict of a maniac just try to take whatever he wants whenever he wants it. It's kind of crazy. And the, the the best part of that movie to me was in the limo, the limo scene is when he he hit her, and she. He that's when he took off his shoe and tried to hit her with the heel of the shoe. She scratched his face and then kicked him in the in the down low area with the heels on, and she just jumped on him like a like a spider monkey and just was going off. I said, "Oh, going <laughs> at you like a spider monkey." <laughs> when he's they walk both walk into the hotel staggering. Yep, beat up. They beat the Christmas out of each other back there in that back seat. Which for the first time ever, he looked worse than she did. Right. Or to me, well, if you look at it, both look equally bad. But for the first time ever, it wasn't her stumbling in only. It was him too. Because I've had enough of your nonsense. Right. Right. And, and it the, the court uh, scene. <laughs> yeah. I bought some I bought some shoes. I bought some yep. shirts. I, I I ain't got nothing. I, I'm broke. I ain't got nothing. She fought for her name too and got to keep it. Yep. She goes, he can keep everything else. I just want my name. You know, and and you know, passing away, I believe it was 83 in Switzerland, you know, where she was able to just step away and live the rest of her life. Um, thank you for everything, Tina. Thank you for the beautiful music that you gave us. Um, thank you for the beautiful story that that did become Tina Turner. Uh, you know, Ronnie and I, as big music fans, really appreciate everything that you've done for the music industry and the influence not only on our lives but the rest of the world. So we appreciate you so much. Uh, so rest in peace, uh, Tina Turner. Rest in paradise, Tina, man. Simply the best, better than all the damn rest. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Think she's wrong. No, nah, never mind. Um, she up there. She up there. Top. She up there. Top five. five top five females. You know, she's female. looking at hair back and forth. Dinner. Performer. There's nobody performing like Tina. People. People went on. To, I, we, we was in a meeting, girl. I was in a meeting earlier, and I, I heard my boss. She's older, older woman, and she um one of my trainers, not my boss, but one of my trainers um said that she went to a Tina concert. Her energy is on a thousand from yeah, the start. Man. To finish, it's she like cr- it's a woman don't slow down. 
Yeah, it's like what I said about Michael, right? It's about the conviction of, that that you put into your music, into your moves, into your set, you know. And Tina was was a consummate professional, you know. Oh, she man. always, she always did. That like concert up there in heaven, man. Tina, Prince, and Mike. Oh man, lights are shining. Come on, Py- there's pyro all over the place, man. I'm you telling go you, from diamonds and pearls to proud Mary. Like, to, to thriller, to, like how do you? To purple rain. That's got to be the greatest set <laughs> of all time. Oh, my God, of all time. Oh, listen, y'all lucky up there in heaven, man. Enjoy it, man. You got a, you got an angel. You got an angel up there, man. She was, she that woman has done so many great things for a lot of different people. A lot of artists came out, stepped up, and said some things. And said, man, just picking her brain, how to be a better performer, yeah. how to how to carry yourself a certain kind of way. And um, true diva, number one diva. That was like, though she she wasn't a diva diva like that. But when they say diva, she was the first woman to get up there and do her thing. Oh yeah, no, she yeah. she's for sure one of the first true divas, you know. And people like to go back to the Motown days, you know, and Diana Ross mm-hmm. and the Supremes and things like that. The but, Franklins of the world. Yeah, but there really was no one like Tina Turner at the time. I'm doing what she was doing. No, and, man. And I want to give Ike credit. I, I don't want to give him too much he credit. Had, he had, had good business had after, man. Look, he Kinda. made, he helped like <laughs> songs. He, he just was a horrible individual. Yeah, let's call it what it is. He was a horrible man, but as a artist, I, you know, it's can't take anything away from the guy. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. Know, and I'm pretty sure Tina will say, "Would there be a Tina Turner without Ike? Without Ike?" And she probably would tell you no, because everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, for those who who might be battling that, who looked up to Tina Turner as a as an idol or a, as a figure that that you were deeply deeply into her music and into her as a performer, as an artist, my heart goes out to you. I, I know what it feels like to lose lose a hero. So, listen, every day gets a little bit better. So don't worry. Hold your head. You, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's something that that I heard when someone say that uh, that they don't really uh, deal with their own mental health. Um, what would you say to somebody who who told you that? You know, I don't, I don't really deal with my mental. I kind of just roll with the punches. You know, I deal with life as it comes. Um, but I don't take the time out to really take that step back, or, or, uh, you know, really check myself when it comes to my mental. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask this. Um, I only got one question: How, how strong is your shield sword and shield? Because you must be undefeated. You must be the strongest person, most strongest person walking the planet. Because when you when you're when you're like that, there's only two ways that that can go: either you're the strongest human being walking the planet Earth, you're Superman, or you're the weakest person walking the planet Earth. There ain't no in between. Oh, I'll take a little bit here, a little bit there. No, you take life as it goes without even paying, with no regard for your mental health. So either you are Superman or you are the saddest, most depressing, most lonely, most emotional, most erratic, most outlandish person you can ever walk in the face of the earth. Because that, because this only... Two ways it can go. You let it roll off or you let it attack you to the point where you are just unbearable. And we witnessed this. We've seen these things happen to people. So, and there's no in-between. <laughs> well, I mean, one, one, either you're one side or you're the other. 
Yeah, not only I'm sorry to control you just say real quick, not only have we witnessed it, we've dealt with it ourselves. Exactly. And, and, and that's real life. You know, we we have you know, I, I've been a person who's bottled things up for so long and you know, you literally let it you know, it's like it's like, you know, what is it? It's like making a volcano, you know, you put all the ingredients in, you shake or whatever the case may be, and then once it gets to that point, it explodes. And that's not a good thing to have. That's not a good thing to be, a good way to be. And I've had to learn that the hard way. And that's the truth. Um, it Were, were you a cocooner or were you unbearable? Um, I was a cocooner. I definitely held everything inside. Um, I, I was one to not really say anything to anyone. Um, I think that's a trait that I get from my dad. You know, he he's one he's he's one of those prideful men who you know, no, I'm okay, I'm all right. You know, when you know that there's something wrong, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, I, I still have that trait to this day. It's it's less prominent. Uh, I can say that it's definitely less, you know, when it comes to the bottling up and things like that, I definitely speak my mind more. Um, And I've had to go through some things for that to happen. And honestly, that's fairly recently, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, going through the things I've gone through, you know, within the last, let's say, three years, per se, you know, I've I've gained that mentality of, you know, we, <laughs> my family likes to call it the fuck it all in your system, you know, where, where, you know, it's not that you don't care about anything, it's just that you refuse to let the stress get to you. Yeah. Anything that's not in your control, for the most part, you know, you don't let it get to you, and a lot of you you kind of learn that a lot of people's opinions really don't matter. Nope. Um, except for the ones that that you deem that matter. Mm-hmm. I, I was a person that was both. I was a cocooner, but also was unbearable. Yeah. Um, I couldn't be. You couldn't be around me. I I I, I actually just said this to my mentor and coach i was just just with him an hour ago and i just said this to him i was like how you never you never saw me at 18 19 20 21 years old i was just a nasty individual <laughs> i know you like if you didn't know me personally you would have thought that roddy was was a prick that, that i was just an arrogant know-it-all prick and i had a lot of growing up to do plain and simple you got me mad, it would take me hours, maybe even days to calm down. I was just out on leash and I won't stop. I was I was unbearable. Like, you owed me anything. You owe me money. If you owe me, if you you supposed to give me something, something you're supposed to have, I was going to come after you. And, I, and if I couldn't get to you, I was going to do whatever I needed to do to make you feel the much hurt that I felt. Because that's how I was. Keyword was, believe me, God's still working on me. Okay, I have a long way to go. But I've significantly improved from 1819 to now. Um, It took me a little while. It took a lot of coaching, a lot of pulling in, a lot of people getting in your ear saying, bro, you got to calm down. You got to chill out. Life is not that serious. You know, you look back on things that you've done, you're like, well, why would I do that? Because you're an idiot, but okay. You live and you learn, you move on. So when somebody turns around and tells you, I go by life by the seat of by the by the seat of my pants, I don't care about my mental health. You will. <laughs> I can tell you right, you will. You will. It I might think, not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but you will. Yeah, and I think, you know, it. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going, you know, going with the flow. You know, I really don't. But I do think that when you toss your mental health aside, you're doomed to kind of place yourself in a, in a bad position in your own mind. 
um it's okay to not kind of care about outside forces but it's not okay to not care about those inside forces because that's what you have to go to sleep with yeah. you know once you close your eyes you you're not you're not in anybody's mind but your own you know you're you're only in your own thoughts and it's really important to i've learned that it's very important to take those thoughts and place them in different folders if you will you know if you're trying to put a catalog together if you're trying to you know write a book certain aspects go in certain chapters and it's up to you to write your own book it's up to you to fill in those pages it's up to you to you know put put these thoughts in these and and paint paint those mental pictures not for really anyone else but yourself um i've learned if you don't know who you are then no one else will either if you don't love yourself how difficult will it be to love someone else? Mm-hmm. How difficult will it be for you to share your your true how how difficult will it be to convey your true feelings and your true thought process when you don't even really know what it is? Listen, a lot of people don't know. We can talk about love and we can talk about knowing yourself and having that knowledge of who you are. We can also talk about if you don't care about your mental health, people don't understand the collateral damage that has been the, there's a, there's so many songs, there's so many movies, there's so many things I can reference, but a couple of things that stand out when you look at say somebody doesn't care about their mental health. How about comedians just in general? We talked about this before on the show, how comedians disregard their mental health for laughs. Just to continue to be funny, they will put their mental health on the back burner. Years down the road, wind up taking their own life. You know, we're there's a lot of people who musicians will put their mental health on the back burner to perform and be good on stage for you you want to take in their own life and I'm not just saying take your own most of the time when people go through this just take their own life some do, a lot do but some just snap to the point where to the point of no return they do things that they regret that were completely preventable as, as all they had to do was just take better care and care about their mental health. So don't, so to that person or to someone who would say that to me, my best advice to them is seek out help now, seek out coaching, seek out mentorship, seek out therapy, seek out something now before it's too late. Yeah. Because it's going to become a time when it's too late. Right something that you already done something that you already said something that happened to you something that you've done to somebody else right these things will come up right you can lose everything quickly i might add you can lose everything for not doing one simple thing listen right you know and we've spoken about this before in our depression episode you know, I kind of, I was really at a point where I almost lost everything. And that includes not only my, you know, uh, intermediate family, which, you know, you would say is my wife and my daughter, but also my sister, you know, and, you know, she's been with me since day one, literally, <laughs> you know, she, that's my big sister. But you know, I wasn't in a good headspace, man. I almost lost some of my best friends from not being in this good headspace and letting a lot of this stuff get to me. And when I say roll with the punches or or when I say things like, 
you know, there's you 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 have to really, you know, there there's a there's a line right from an old hip hop song, and it goes. Uh, actually, it's from a hip hop song. I believe it's from a movie too, right? You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and check yourself before you wreck yourself because bad. For your check health. yourself. <laughs> bad for your health. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. and now, granted, what they meant was different than what we mean, <laughs> but, but still, but right, but it still carries over. It's and, telling you, yo, bro. You better check who you dealing with. You better check who's in front of you. You better check who you're talking to before you find yourself wrecked. And and the crazy thing is that that can truly be internalized. You really have to check yourself before your mind and your thoughts and your which which you know translate to your actions before you truly wreck yourself, before you ruin a good thing, before you you know, start to lose. And, you know, sometimes some people need that, you know, and, and I don't want anyone to fail. You know what I mean? I, I want, I would love for everyone to succeed and everyone to grow and everyone to be able to. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you this, the person, I don't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Any person or anyone that tells me that they have no disregard for their mental health, you're doing 99 and a 50. I'm just letting you know what it is. You're doing 99 and 50. Hey, ex- explain that. Explain that to people. You're going to you're eventually, you're going 99 miles an hour now. Two things are either going to happen to you. You're going to get into a high-speed chase or you're going to crash. Keep in mind, you're doing 99 and a 50 with no break, with no break, with no breaks. I was going to say, and you could be a good driver. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, you can you can navigate donuts. You can do all that. Yeah, you could definitely navigate. It's, we're not we're not saying it's impossible. Once again, we are living proof, and and this isn't just to make us relatable. This is these are facts that we speak because these are our truths. Mm-hmm. These are what we went through. These stories that we tell you guys isn't aren't stories just to get you to listen to the show. Nah, these are the true stories that we tell you from our experience. And 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 also from the experience of our guests. And this is once again, this is why we do this to make sure that if you are having these battles internally, externally, whatever, you have a safe space to come and vent if you need to. And sometimes that is just sending that DM. Just sending that email just to get it off your chest. Because sometimes it's just best once it's off your chest. I I, I experienced that the other day. You know, a real true, true emotion came out. And it wasn't it wasn't anything but the fact that I gave that I gave her, you know? Gave a risk. Yeah. You know, gave a poop, if you will. Um, you know, but, you know, please, please, guys, we say this every episode, but we really do mean it. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your well-being. You have, you know, not everybody has the luxury to, to do a lot of the things that a lot of us do. A lot of people, you know, around the world don't have the luxury to just go to the supermarket and just to buy food and go home and cook if they want to. Some people don't have the luxury to go to any fast food joint and get a burger or get a frosty, you know, and, and yes, your, your physical health is just as important as your mental health, but we're just, this, these are just statements to, to have people remember to appreciate, Mm -hmm. to appreciate what you have to appreciate the things that that are are in our lives because man there's so much worse there's so much worse and the fact that we wake up every day and and we take another breath regardless of what we uh, of what happens during the day man you got to wake up thankful that 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 you're still around for another day that you're still able to 
breathe and speak to people and have conversations and laugh and joke and cry and, you know, things that you might not like. And, and as silly as it sounds, cleaning, uh, working out, uh, you know, dealing with people, <laughs> you know, be grateful, man, because a lot of people don't have that option. You know, I like that little PSA. We should have a segment, have a PSA that close out the show every week. My PSA is simple. The weather's getting warm out there, guys. Wash your body. Okay? It's simple. Wash your ass. It's simple, man. Look, wash your body, man. Put deodorant on. Put deodorant on. Get in the shower. Splash around. Take a bird bath in the sink. Whatever you got to do to stay clean and hygienic, please do so. The water, The weather's getting warmer. Nobody wants to smell frowsy, musky, <laughs> crusty, and dusty. Now, we, we got to make sure we wash ourselves and take care of our hygiene because that also plays into your mental health as well. Absolutely. The way you carry yourself tells somebody a lot about your mental state. For sure. If your breath is hot and it's been hot for three months, either <laughs> you got a bad tooth, you have halitosis, or you're just not in the mood to brush your teeth. I have a lot of questions. All right. If your pits are smelling the way they smelling and you look raggedy, <laughs> either you, you really hard falling on hard times or you going through it, which hard is okay, but we, we can help that, you know, but if you, we know you ain't falling on hard times, you all right. And you come in every day of the work looking crazy and smelling crazy. We clearly know something ain't right there. You're going through it. What's the problem? Maybe somebody can help you solve it. Yeah. And those sure. who are witnessing these things, pull that person to the side. Don't be a meanie about it. Pull the people to the side and ask them truly what's going on. Don't, don't grab them and just go, damn, bro, you stink. Like, yeah. it's not cool. It's don't not cool. On Twitter, don't record them. Don't do that. Do it very kindly saying, hey, man, is everything okay? Like not for nothing, people are starting to talk. The aroma coming off of you is kind of crazy, right? We're not gonna, right. we're not gonna, address, we're not gonna say it out loud because we don't want to embarrass you, of course. But can I help you? Can I help you with anything? I'll run to the store, go to CVS. What we, what do we need? Need body wash and a rag. Go, go to Target. We, we run get that real quick. Yeah, you, exactly. like, come on. It's that time of year, guys. War weather's getting warmer. You shouldn't be sitting on the train smelling musty. It's I understand for us big us big dudes, carry that deodorant on you, bro. Carry that antiperspirant in your bag. There's nothing carry wrong with it. Bag on you, man. Not even just big dudes. People who sweat a lot, you know. That yeah, I know. I'm just want to say, well, shout out to big dudes. I know we, we go through it sometimes. <laughs> hey, man, listen, y'all ain't the only ones, bro. I hate heat. I hate it. I, I hate sweating. We stick it to us. Oh God, well. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. We're going to start it off like this. Uh, you can find this podcast, this show, A Different Angle, at 88pod2023, both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we will be updating those soon. Just, you know, life is life in, so, but we'll get to that for sure. And we'll do a little more stuff on said sites um, you know, Instagram live, things like that. We'll, we'll start using our platforms a little more for everybody else so that y'all can reach out to not only just to us, but to each other. You never know who you can meet and the impact that they can have. Also, you can DM us on said platforms, or you can email us at 88pod2023 at gmail.com. You can find me, Mr. Marvel87, both on Instagram and Twitter. And uh yeah, that's that's me, sir. You can find Rodney. You see that name? You, you see that name out there, Kyle? What's to say? At Rod Rod Binks on Twitter. At Rod Rod, I'm Rod, Rod underscore Rod underscore Binks Good on job. Instagram. And you can also find me with the Behind the Barricade kids. Yes, yes, Behind the Barricade is back in full effect this the coming Thursday. Tune in to a Thursday's episode one show once a month. Follow us on Mahana Barricade 1 on Instagram, Mahana Barricades on Facebook. You can find all our content there. And I would be remiss to not mention the Four Corners of Commentary podcast, which is me and my three brothers. 
Uh, we are taking a little break right now, but we will be back soon with brand new stuff. We can't wait. Uh, you can follow us 80. Oh, nope. That's this show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CO Commentary. You can follow us on Instagram at The Council of Commentary. That's the same also on Facebook and YouTube. And you can follow us on TikTok at Council of Commentary. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much once again for tuning into another episode of A Different Angle. Rod, hit him with it. If you're looking for a different angle, we guys to give it to you. It's a different angle. Peace. Later. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves.